0: This is the fifth in the series of podcasts about behaviour difficulties of special children. If you haven't already done so, please listen to this series from the beginning, because that might make much better sense. In this podcast, we are going to talk about two crisis situations which cause a lot of worry to teachers and parents, the meltdown and shutdown. So, let's begin with the first situation. Meltdown. Meltdowns happen when the build-up of anxiety and stress crosses the limit of what the child's system can put up with, and their pent-up stress boils over, causing prolonged crying and aggression. Unlike a severe tantrum, there is no particular purpose this behaviour, apart from releasing stress. And the child does not seem to have an awareness of others' reactions either. So here is some tried and tested advice for managing a meltdown. First, stay calm. Your panic will only make the situation worse. Don't cry or yell and keep your voice firm and steady. Children are reassured by firmness. Catch it early. Read early signs and Try distracting the child to something of the child's interest or something that's calming for the child. For example, their choice of music or game. Show that you are aware that the child is upset by saying in a calm voice, I know you are upset. Help the child by removing demands from the child and reducing any sensory overload, such as noise and moving to a calmer place. Use some practiced calming methods such as a sensory toy or listening to music. Use a soothing method that you know works on your child. For example, hugging, touching, holding or singing. Some children may need to be left alone in a safe and calm place, removing any stimulation and demands for them to calm down. But don't create prolonged isolation for the child. Criticize the child. Do not reason or argue. Do not try to teach good behavior at this time. Talk about the incident after the child has settled and only about how the child calmed down and settled and what would be unacceptable, such as hitting others or breaking things, and what they could do better in the future. Build a reward program, such as giving stickers, to the child showing good behavior in future. Don't criticize the child. Remain aware of the child's and other safety. Act promptly if anyone is at risk of getting hurt. Taking the child to a hospital in such a situation may only make things worse. Medicines have almost no role in managing such situations. Trying to medicate children with autism by giving sedatives often makes them irritable and aggressive. If you have tried up a plan worked on the behavioral improvement plan and still have serious issues with your child's challenging behavior then take advice from a counselor or a child psychiatrist remember prevention is the best way of dealing with severe tantrums and meltdowns you need to work on improving communication using symbols if required Practicing alternative behaviours or favourite activities that could be used as a replacement of demands such as a sensory toy, music, reducing noise with headphones. Using a predictable plan will help the child as well. Reducing stressful situations such as noise or crowd and creating frequent breaks or relaxing times. Teaching and practising rewarding positive behaviours such as asking, giving, showing and sharing you need to think through the above ideas and individualize it to your child. Plan and share it with others in the family and have it ready to use it in the event of a crisis. The next situation we're going to talk about is called shutdown, or a phase of mental and physical inactivity. Some children suddenly slow down in all their activities, such as talking to others, speaking, doing daily activities and even eating food. Their body movements also decrease and they often appear relaxed. It may also happen that at one time it seems that the child is in a shutdown and at other times the child looks and feels fine. This situation might get worse if the child doesn't get the right kind of help. How to help a child during a shutdown phase? Look around and think. Could there be something that may be causing mental stress to the child? First, reduce that stress. Could the child be under pressure due to any other reason, such as any change in the school or expectations from their work beyond their capacity? If so, then talk to the school and change what's going on. Could the child be getting bullied at the school? If so, intervene and get this bullying behaviour to be stopped. Is there a lack of regular schedule in the child's routine at home or at the school? If so, create a routine for the child with the help of visual timetables and help the child follow this routine. Is the child not getting enough positive encouragement? Play games with the child or do things that they can easily complete, that they are interested in and for which they get praise on completion. Is the child sitting and watching television or video throughout the day? Now, that might not be good for them. Encourage them by making a routine of doing such things, watching television, before and after doing some other active work. Start any routine with their favorite activity. Make a routine of walking or playing outdoors with the child every day. Motivate the child to do some other activity or work, but at this stage, reduce the decision-making burden on the child. You suggest the activities that you know the child will be interested in. Is the child getting sufficient help? In the shutdown state, the child may need one-to-one help. The child should have good and sensitive relationship with such helpers. Is the child taking any medicine? Shutdown-like conditions can occur because of the side effect of some medicines. Check the medicine by taking the help of a doctor. And if necessary, stop or change the medicine. Does the child know how to relax and reduce stress? Help the child to learn some activities for relaxing and reducing mental stress and provide them support for putting that in practice. I hope these ideas will help you manage the crisis situations of metal down and shutdown. In the next podcast, we'll talk about two other types of behavior that also cause lots of worries to parents and teachers. Self-injurious behavior and self-stimulatory behaviors. The full text of these podcasts is on the website www.enablenet.info. Stay healthy and take care. My best wishes are with you and thank you for listening.